The Oxford Dictionary defines this as what is meant by a word, thought, or action. That tells us nothing. What is meaning in the context of our lives? What is meaningful is inclusive of the I. You and I are inadvertently part and parcel of what we find meaningful. It is experienced as an underlying quality, which many understand in their experience more so than they know how to explain it. Perhaps as a side effect of select thoughts, deeds, and speech. What one like me says, thinks, and does can be can feel when he's acting on behalf of his determined higher good. Is there any claim to it? I take the claim. And I could be wrong in doing it. Certainly things I do by consequence bring others pain and doubt. And yet without that compass, so to speak, that guides me, without my map of meaning, I wonder what else I'd use to orient me in the world of living. This is a world of living where I actually have to act on behalf of actual consequences that exist outside of my understanding. And it seems like the way the brain orients us is it builds associations that it finds not only meaningful, but most straightforward given all the amalgam of complicated data. It does this through the orientation of dreams. I mean, dreams on one hand, they don't seem to make any sense, but they clearly have a designation. Carl Jung would say that the dream was a composite of... He would say that the dream state... That the dream state was at the edge of your psyche's ability to understand things. That it was all the way at the edge of your ability to even comprehend and in trying to comprehend, it weaves together images, words, and other series of information in order to composite what you would assume as a picture or what you experience as a living embodiment um, of you acting out the dream. And there are dimensions to it because there are dimensions to a human being's experience and how we interact with these dimensions essentially Un- essentially can be more or less successful <laughs> so what is meaning meaning is inclusive of you it's not something you necessarily decide more than it is something that you experience as meaningful Now, should you go out of your way to try to change what is meaningful for you? If you're compelled to try, (laughs) by all means. And there seems to be a karmic association here, which is something that I was just, you know, postulating to myself and wondering. And I want to break down just the definition of karma very briefly as I'm as I'm speaking in the moment. Karma, you know, it's better way, the more sufficient, more thorough way to contemplate on karma is as an amalgam of information composed throughout the universe it's literally defined as information straightforwardly information can build up in different ways 
it can build up inside of the body and if there's too much of this information inside of the body and different dimensions of information different kinds of information without any true balance or organization of course there are going to be traffic jams within the body within the psyche within the energy system and i'm talking about caloric energy system as well i'm, I'm not getting woo woo airy fairy and i'm not jumping any boats and bam let's stay as grounded as we can manage and so what is meant in the West when they say what goes around comes around, when they speak of karma, is it's in, in part and parcel of a misunderstanding of a broader context, which is if you are shit, in the sense where if your karma is deeply conflicted, if your software, software of your information, if your software is inadequate, then inadequate things are going to happen and contribute to your experience so karma accumulates karma and so it very well could be that we carry karma i mean there are several types of karma of course because there are several dimensions of information there's karma you inherit through your parents you know through uh, biological signaling and things like this one example would be holocaust survivors were are, are um Holocaust, the children, our great-grandchildren of Holocaust survivors were shown to have a different, different levels of cortisol, inert since birth. And cortisol is a stress hormone. So the bodies were more equipped to deal with stress because of what their grandparents experienced. So the body carries information throughout time. It carries information throughout space. And if there's a confliction of this information, then conflicting things happen. Now what is meaningful seems to me to be an amalgam or an overlap of these several different dimensions of karma into your experience. So maybe it's a past life thing, in part, maybe like 2%, God knows. <laughs> and, you know, to contribute, there's a little bit of your parental ancestral karma and then there's the karma you've accumulated in this lifetime you know the information the people your experiences the things you've thought the things you've met the things you've said and the people you've admired and so on and and, and etc it's it's a building up it's a building up it's an overlap and a simplification a minimalization of what is inertly meaningful and perhaps what is meaningful is it works a lot like a compass. And this compass is meant to orient the karma back into sobriety. And so in trying to orient the body back into alignment, it ends up making amends for the, for the let's say, the tangled headphones of karma. <laughs> and so to live a meaningful life, I would say... It's not follow your bliss, fuck you. It's, it's pay attention, meditate. Meditate because it's one way of clearing the system. And it's dominantly, especially um, a minimalist meditation, look it up, um, where you essentially train the mind to do less, less things. And in doing so, you achieve and attain mental mastery. And I think this is because meditation, as well as other cleaning systems, as well as anemas, as well as fasting, as well as caloric restriction, and many other different techniques and, and protocols, 
These help align the system. They burn the karma and help the human being orient themselves to alignment, let's say, between um, the thought, the deed, and the action. The thought, the deed, and the, and the word. And that's what I'll say. What is inertly meaningful is something you discover. And there are things that actually, I should, I should mention this, there are things that I, in my own experience, have noticed fuck with karma. They fuck with your inert mechanism to, to, uh, to map meaning. Map meaning. And some of the things that do this in a very inappropriate sense, in my experience, are things like ecstasy, um, which is the substance, the drug, MDMA. Uh, LSD is also one of those really disorienting ones. Um, there's a lot of potential with psilocybin to help alleviate karma, but it's such a powerful tool. People don't know how to use it, and they end up doing worse damage than good. And so you have to think about uh, karma often being associated to the nervous system. And so anything that affects the nervous system is going to affect memories. It's going to affect emotions because all these things are, in, on one dimension, translated throughout the neurochemicals inside, neurotransmitters in your body. And so it's important to be to be wise in the substances we use and this is one of the reasons why fasting is often um, recommended uh, in regard to alignment is because you put less into the system so the system can figure itself out and inadvertently the system does figure itself out and uh, people call this the journey Carl Jung would call it the hero's journey <laughs>